The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit the guys up on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and TJ Perry. That's rocketed down the right field line. It'll go all the way to the wall. Spikerman walks home. Right behind him's Amac. Two-run double for Madrin. And the Sooners now lead it 5-0. It's over. The bubble is burst because the Cougars just punched their ticket to the big dance. He will throw the ball in to Marquez Wark. Horn sounds. Game over. NKU is NCAA tournament bound for the fourth time in the school's history. They do it as the number four seed here in 2023 in Indianapolis. And they will go dancing with the NCAA tournament. The Zags win. Four straight West Coast Conference Tournament Championships. 21 overall. And the Zags do it in dominating fashion. He'll hold it in his hands, and that does it. 92-58 the final. Oral Roberts is your undefeated Summit League Tournament Champions in 2023. Let's go dancing, fellas. Bedlam is history. We all know that. It's, we've known that. Because OU chose to follow Texas and the money to the SEC. It's okay. So now, we're having what I think are childish discussions, in my opinion, over something that's done. And I would like to like make this the last statement I have because I have no hard feelings. Get inside. Get inside. Take shelter. Hour two, T-Row <laughs> in the morning show. <laughs> Wednesday, March oh, that 8th. makes me laugh. Toby and TJ back with you. Get inside. Get inside. Take shelter. Skip of the boys won last night 11-6 to over UNLV. They get him again today. The reigning Mountain West regular season champs. 1 o'clock at Mitchell Park. Braden Carmichael will be pitching to Easton Carmichael today. Um... Taylor Maples will be on the call with you, 12.30 pregame coverage. I'm headed to Kansas City with my man Drake Dykin today. We've got basketball tonight with Kevin Henry. 8 o'clock pregame show, 8.30-ish tip-off tonight, Sooners and Cowboys. By the way, Porter Moser joins us live 8.35 this morning on game day. We'll talk to the head coach about tonight's matchup. TJ, I looked at the Norman weather. Maybe you did as well. Looks fine. Looks like uh, whatever rain is moving in is likely going to be 7, 8, 9 o'clock tonight, something like that. So uh, it's going to be mid-50s, low to mid-50s during the game. So bring a jacket, sweatshirt. But looks like the rain is going to hold off. So should be fine to play baseball today. Hmm, I don't know what you're looking at, but sure, we'll go with that. Well, oh, yours is different? Nah, I'm messing with you. Yeah, it shows okay. about you know 10 to 15% chance. But most of the heavier stuff, like you said, 9, 10 o'clock tonight. 
Houston's looking good too this weekend. Yeah, uh, Houston looked real good. I looked at that yesterday. It looked very nice. Eighties. Problem with it being eighties in Houston is uh, it smells like sewage. On, oh wait, nice that's every day in Houston. All right, packed a bag last night. And my issue is this. It's going to be in the 40s in Kansas City and the 80s in Houston. So, uh, man, I got everything in there from a bikini top to <laughs> a wool sweater. Gross. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, all right, what do we need? Let's talk basketball, Teach. We got the, uh, we got the Bedlam Showdown tonight in the Big 12 tourney. Um, game one will be West Virginia, Texas Tech, and then OU, OSU. Before we get into that, before we get into that, 68-team giveaway, Teach. That's right. Five days away. Is that true? Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah. What is today? Wednesday. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah. Don't count Five days right. away from B-Dub's big extravaganza blowout, the annual 68-team giveaway, brouhaha. Tell folks what they need to know. Monday, March 13th, Buffalo Wild Wings and more, as Toby just said, 12 to 7 p.m. We'll start giving away teams at 2 o'clock. Get inside. Get inside. Take shelter. Get inside the Buffalo Wild Wings. Get signed up. We are also doing online registration right now. If you cannot be at the event, we're going to have a select number of teams that we will give away to those uh, not able to attend. But if you're going to be there, it doubles up your chance so you can be in both hoppers. So jump online and sign up as well. Now, you can only win one team. So if you get drawn out of that separate hopper, um, that's it. You got your one team. I don't cheat. I don't lie. It gives you two entries that way if you're going to be live on site. Uh, we'll have instant prizes that those will only go to people in the building. So you have to be there to win one of the 10 uh, big instant prizes we're going to give away. And it uh, should be a good time. But you go to KREF.com right now. There's a pop-up window. It should pop up for you uh, for the entry form. And you fill that out, and we'll put that into a hopper, and we'll uh, have a select number of teams for that. And Kurt will be happy to know. He's been asking for years, and his name was brought up in the discussions. He finally has all 68 teams. We don't have the, it's uh, TJ's fault. We don't have the play-in games doubled up anymore. All 68 mm. teams will be listed and on the board. So, dreams come true sometimes. That's right. That's right. So, all That's on fantastic, uh, so. Monday, March 13th. I'll be there. Toby will be there. That's next Monday. All the guys will be there except for Teddy. Where's Teddy going to be? Ah, uh, vacation somewhere. He's on the whole Are week. Are you kidding me? No, he's gone the whole week. Unbelievable. Well, that's why you're hopping in at five with Tyler. It's why Josh is hopping in at four. Parker's coming to do an hour. Everybody's helping out because Ted. Am I the only one Ted's... that's conscious of when we should be at work around here? <laughs> you seem to think that. Yeah. Except, you go to Mexico when you want to go. When you want to take off. Yeah. I take off in the middle of the summer. Nothing's going on. You were just off on a little uh, romantic getaway back in January or whenever it was. New Year's. New Year's, yeah. After after New Year's, one day. I think it was two, but yes. Um, I don't think so, but that mine <laughs> mine was fine. Okay, bedlam tonight. Uh, yes. Um. OSU won both the regular season games, Teach. Comfortably. 
comfortably mm-hmm. for them, uncomfortably for the Sooners. Sure. They pulled away in the second half, had a party in Gallagher-Iba. Then they just, from the opening tip, ran roughshod in Norman. Caleb Boone's talking about how it's his house and he's running around talking noise. Something's got to change tonight if OU's going to win this game, Teach, because they're 0-2 against the Pokes. So how what 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 do they got to do tonight? Stop Caleb Boone. Mm-hmm. Like, don't make him look like an NBA lottery pick, like we said yesterday, because that's how he's looked. Like, uh, maybe that was Plank that I was talking about with that the other day, but um, he has looked incredible in those two games. He's dominated the boards. He's dunking over people. He's making every shot it seemed like. So um, control him to a certain degree. Avery Anderson, is he healthy? I don't know. When he's back practicing, he has supposedly, right? some basketball right? activities. That'll be a uh, major thing to watch out for because if he's not there, that'll obviously change things. I um, I don't feel like panicked over this game. In fact, I feel pretty comfortable with it. Part of that playing into it is the beat the team three times kind of thing. Um, I don't know that Boone's going to be able to play to the level that he did both times. If he does, hats off to him, man. If he has a third game like that and just controls the entire game the way that he's done those first two, then then credit them and they'll move on and OU season may most likely be done. So, um, but being the only team they haven't played at least close this year at one point or another, I don't feel like they can't win this game. And I think they can go in there and play well and and beat OSU in advance to play Texas. Here's what gives me optimism. Oh, you just played great last time out. Way better than anyone expected. Tremendous basketball against TCU. They looked fantastic. Last time out. Tanner Groh's best game of the year, probably. Saturday. Well, it was. Here's what gives me reason for doubt. Oh, you just played great last time out. (laughs) Right. Tremendous. They haven't put many together back to back. They were fantastic. And the two in a row of those performances haven't happened in 2023. So... We're going to have to see something we have yet to see out of this Oklahoma basketball team, which is consistency. They have jumped up and looked like world beaters against Bama and then gone right back to not looking good. They have jumped up and looked like world beaters against Iowa State in Ames and then went to Manhattan and got pummeled. They're going to have to show us that they can do it again. You have hit on the central figure in this game for me, which is Caleb Boone. He is a matchup problem. Boone and Cisse are matchup problems. Athletic, rangy bigs. That's a problem. And Tanner Groves and others, but especially Tanner and Sam, the bigs, Jalen Hill, those guys are going to have to have a tremendous defensive game tonight. Rebounding, defense, 
not getting in foul trouble for Tanner. They're going to have to take it personally what Caleb Boone did to them the first two games. And that's going to be their game plan. Get those guys in foul of trouble. Of course Get it them is. off the court. It's yeah. worked twice. It's Why worked, wouldn't they right, go back exactly. to it again? Exactly. Oklahoma State has what has been OU's kryptonite this year, which is tremendous athleticism. However, so does TCU. And Oklahoma just played really well against TCU. So maybe that gives them some hope. Here's another thing OU's got going for it right now. They've been really shooting the ball well. Even in the loss to Kansas State, OU made like eight threes. Um, Made a bunch of names, made, what, 10 or 11 the other day against TCU. If you're going to get hot in a tournament setting, then that's what's got to carry you. You gotta, you gotta shoot it. You, you can't go. You know, you gotta get to win four games in four days, or three games in three days. But in no use case, four games in four days. You gotta get hot, and they're at least coming in shooting the ball very well. Uh, Grant Sherfield's been shooting it well. Milo Shuzan shooting it as well as he has all year. Jacob Groves has started hitting shots for them. So that's some hope there, but. You have absolutely hit on the central figure of this game, which is Caleb Boone and, to a lesser extent, Musa Cisse, but both of those guys. That pick and roll where they dive to the rim and just throw it up to him for dunks, they probably had 15 of those this year against OU in two games, maybe more. they got to come up with a way to defend that better because OSU has absolutely torched them with that pick and roll. I think... And nobody's asking me, but I got a radio show. I think you sag, clog the lane, and say, if you're going to beat us with three-point shots, God bless you. Knock yourself out. But we are not going to let Boone and Cissé beat us. We're going to double them. We're going to pack the paint. And good luck to you. Tip of the cap if you can go out and hit 12 threes against us and beat us tonight. But, again, I have yet to get the call from Porter Moser asking my opinion on what tonight's game plan should be. <laughs> nor Lon Kruger, nor Brent Venables, nor Skip Johnson. Sonny once asked, but that went disastrously, so it's never happened again. <laughs> so, we'll see. I'm intrigued. I, both teams have the world to play for, right? OSU is not in, according to Joey Brackets. They need at least one, probably two, maybe three wins. They're desperate. Oklahoma's not in anything. They're playing for their their, their season, and, and in the case of at least one of them, maybe more, careers are over if they lose tonight. So you've got desperation, and you've got bedlam, and that means what are you saying this about should Blake be fun. Cat? Stop it. Uh, Blake Seacat is going to go on to be a doctor or the president of the United States or whatever he decides to do. But whenever, if OU loses tonight, this will be his last basketball game. <laughs> Great young man, by the Church way. Church pickup league, but perhaps last. I'm uh. very much going to miss the ocean feline. So, you disagree with anything I just said no, there, TJ? No, I, I don't. I was spitting facts. I was straight spitting facts just you now. You were. You were. And I just, 
the percentages, in my uh, opinion, are in OU's favor. Hmm. So that's interesting math. Well, I don't believe in the whole beat a team three times. I don't believe in a guy that's uh, not as good as what he's looked like hitting three times. This ain't a jackpot, baby. So I'm saying Boone isn't going to have as big of an impactful game as he's had in the first two. Now, going into the second game in Norman, I thought that same exact thing. And he showed me within the first three minutes of that game, this is my house, I've taken over the LNC. So we'll see what happens in Kansas City. Tanner just can't get in foul trouble, man. He just can't. He's got to be on the floor. He's got to be a factor in the second half. He's got to look like he did Saturday against TCU, which was the best player on the floor. Right. He was the best player on the floor against TCU. Think about that for a second. That guy has to show up again tonight in Kansas City for Oklahoma to have a chance. It can't. We can't be at the first media timeout and already saying, well, Godwin's in the game. Tanner's got two fouls. That cannot happen. And OSU knows that, and they're going to go right at him. They're going to try to get him in foul trouble immediately tonight. 720, we'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. Toby and TJ back with you. This is the T-Row in the Morning Show brought to you each day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel. OKC's number one gaming destination, the Beats and Bites shows for the year have been announced. And what a lineup. Great lineup at Beats and Bites this year. May 27th, 38th special in Blue Oyster Cult. We'll be rocking the uh, stage at Beats. uh, What's the Bites lineup? That's what I'm interested in. I don't have the food trucks listed here. Uh, Gin Blossoms on June 10th. This is the one I've got my eye on. July 8th, Mark Chestnut. Oh, yeah. Mark Chestnut had a run in the 90s of just pure heat. And uh, young TJ, really? uh, even grown TJ now, who loves uh, cold beer and sad country songs, <laughs> you put Mark Chestnut's I'll Think of Something on, and you might yeah. get a tear out of me. That uh-huh. song. Oh, woo! wow. <laughs> Gets you, huh? I don't know how I'll get her off my mind, but give me time, and I'll think of something. And mm. Gary Allen, August And he's 26th. coming. You say he's coming to the uh, uh, that's Riverwind. Right. Huh? That's right. I might have to talk to him about coming out to the lake instead, because that's July, you know. That's prime lake weekend, but we'll see. We'll see. Mm. Yeah, Do you guys have a little amphitheater out there at the lake for artists to stop in? Oh, there's some spots around the marina that uh, small bands do play, and then there's one marina that puts on like a floating stage concert uh, in the middle of the summer at some point. So, yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. Uh, So that's your Beats and Bites lineup for this summer. Gary Allen wrapping things up August 26th. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Would it be possible to hear Toby's call of Buddy's shot? I love listening to you guys. Have a great day. Jim from Wisconsin. Oh, boy. I um, Can you find that out there? Somewhere? I could find it. Like, I used to have it, and I used to have it at my uh, disposal at any time. But then I remember when I deleted your entire our entire show history that one time a couple well, of years sure, ago. Is it because you were mad at me? Or no, it was accidental, and I lost everything for our entire 
how many years we had been doing it by the, it was 20 or 20 or 21 when I did that. I hit delete on something wrong and it wiped out everything. So I don't have it anymore. I don't know if that's on YouTube or not. I can go try to find it. I'm surprised you don't have that call. I don't have it, call. So I'll try to find it, Jim, see if I can get it for you. I did it earlier. I was pretty much spot on. Yeah, you pretty much nailed it. Floating in a fountain with royals and queens and jokers. Buddy is king of all kings. All hell, buddy healed. Yeah, there was an old mama in there, I think. Oh, mama. Yeah, I don't know if we unhitched wagons. I'm not sure. But that's it. I mean, you don't need to hear it back. You just heard it. (laughs) Uh, I had four kids playing travel, basketball, baseball, softball. I thought it was my responsibility to pay for my kids' experiences. Guess I was wrong. Mm. It's, uh, going back to our fundraising, yes. kids' sports fundraising yes. questions. There, yeah. Well, hey, if you, I think it is most parents' responsibility, mm-hmm. but they do do fundraising for a lot of that. Sure. They want to go to uh, Gulf Shores and play in a tournament. I don't mind helping out somebody Arkansas else's kid. and play some volleyball, whatever. I they, got some, uh, we some got some blue gold chicken in our freezer right now. Somebody was fundraising. You, right. you stop by my house. Yeah, you know, and you're you're trying to raise some money for your football or basketball team or whatever. Catch me in a good mood. I'm happy to contribute. Uh, we get the uh, you know one of the new things too is uh, they'll put some type of y- uh, sign uh, yard sign in your friend's yard. You know, you've been uh, palmed or whatever it is from the Palm Squad. No, oh, yeah, <laughs> so, okay, something like that. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so. Uh, if see. you contribute, you've been palmed. Right. Now, you have to pay to get this sign out of your yard and put into another person's yard. <laughs> we'll take $15, please. <laughs> I love it. graffitied your house. Have you had we'll only wash Have it you had one of those yet? No, because basically, the letter says this. Like, you've been such and such, whatever. Call us, and we'll come get the sign for free. But you should really pay us $15 to go put it in your friend's yard. So you know you can't call the girl or boy or whoever it is and say, hey, just come get your sign. Get it out of my yard. Well, You've got to pay the ransom. You've got to pay the ransom. <laughs> uh, one, son, one summer, I sold honey-roasted peanuts to pay for my YMCA camp back in the day. I made enough for two weeks of camp and spending money. Confidence builder for the future. Nice. I feel like magazines was at least once a year we were selling magazines. Oh, the magazines. Like, Nobody wanted the magazines. Lacoma Elementary or Mustang Middle School or whatever. I feel like we were always selling magazines. Do you have Cosmopolitan? Yeah. Yeah, Grandma. I've got Cosmopolitan. There you go. Uh, how do you feel about selling Super Bowl squares as a fundraiser for youth sports? That's what I got hit up for uh, not, too, not too long ago. They're like, uh, hey. Uh, such and such is selling squares for their baseball team. You want some squares for the Super Bowl? It's like, gosh, I thought I had a degenerate kid with gambling. Look at you selling squares. I mean, the way society is going, TJ, we're just <laughs> minutes away from our children selling marijuana for fundraisers. I mean, that's the direction we're headed in society. <laughs> Was that what we were voting on yesterday? Uh, uh, Drake Dyke like found it, by the way. Look at Drake. Yeah. You got it, or you want me to play? It? I, I've got it on my watch right now, so no, I can't play it. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna have to download this. So keep going. Uh, Buck Owen sounds like a goofy Parker. Thune. <laughs> 
the name or yeah, I guess what he sounds like I'm, singing. I'm really, really hesitant to play this. It's been so long. I know I'm going to sound like a teenager. It hasn't been that long ago. Okay, here we go. You ready? Yep, I'm ready. Colton, second. Dribbles it. Very manly. Puts it up. He got it. All right, got to throw it deep. Two-point game. Throw it deep. Spangler, the former quarterback, gives it to Buddy. Half court for the win. It's It's gone! It's gone! It's gone! Buddy Hill bakes it in at half court, and he crawls into the ground. officials you Golly. don't look at that you say it's good he jumped on the table then he goes into the crowd the Caesar part and like Kansas fans are hugging his neck everybody's going crazy and then the dadgum referees stole it from him it's one of the great March collegiate moments ever and they took it from him by Stupid half a referees second. following rules <laughs> God. Yeah, it wasn't as bad as I thought. I uh, Drake, a, Drake uh, keeps you, that Drake. highlight because um, he listens to it and then listens to his highlights and says, look at that, no overmodulation on mine. Yeah, that's true. I that was, was Michael, that was Michael Dean. <laughs> Michael got caught up in the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Drake would have definitely pulled me down and kept me in range. <laughs> and I would have said, Drake, I can't hear myself anymore. Uh, thanks, Toby, for never taking days off from the radio. You are the Cal Ripken Jr. of KREF. That. Don't Thank act like the guy never that. takes a day off. He has all it. of you fools. It is an honor to be here 365 <laughs> days fooled. a year, unlike uh, Teddy and TJ. Before we hit the break, you want to squeeze uh, your friend Christopher in here? He needed to talk to you, he said. Christopher and Edmund needs to talk to me? That's what he said. All right, let's get him in here. Good morning, Chris. Hey, Toby. Hi, Chris. Uh, I'm sick right now, but uh, can you do me a favor at the basketball game tonight? I'll try. What is your favor request? Uh, Can you uh, give me a shout-out? A shout-out? Yeah. I'll give you a shout-out tonight. I'll say a shout-out, Christopher and Edmund, who's battling through illness tonight. You going to be able to stay up and listen? Yeah, I will. And I'm going to watch. I'm going to be 24 on Friday. Your birthday's and, coming up? Yep. What a week for Christopher. And Toby. Yeah. Uh, I got one question for you. Do you right. think OU baseball team can make it to Omaha and win the national championship? And I'll take that out there. I Thank love you, Christopher. Toby and TJ. Keep too. up the good walk. Thank you, Christopher. Uh, yeah. Right. And happy birthday right. coming up, Christopher. I think they're gonna. I think they're going to Omaha and they're going to win it all. Absolutely. Um, in all seriousness, it's going to be hard. It is always hard to get back to Omaha, even if you're great. Look at Tennessee last year, one of the greatest regular season teams we've ever seen in college baseball history. Did not get to Omaha. It is very, very hard to get to Omaha, but I do think this team has talent, especially at the plate. 
the pitching hasn't proven it yet. The pitching's got to get, you know, to figure some things out. They haven't been overly impressive. They've had good games and not good games, good innings and not good innings. They've been inconsistent. But it's early. I'm I in skip I trust. There's a lot I think there's a lot of talent there and I'm hopeful that they're going to figure that out and we're going to look back at the end of the year and and feel as good about this pitching staff as as we did about last year's. But yeah, you get hot at the right time, sure. This team could make a run. They're they are flowing with confidence, that's for sure. All right, we'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. That's a banger. Old school <gasps> banger right <gasps> there. Yeah. Sooners win 11-6 to over UNLV yesterday at Mitchell Park. Chatted with Skip after the game. And it's time now for our post-game interview with Skip Johnson, brought to you by Brahms Ice Cream and Dairy Store. And Coach, congratulations on the win. That's one of those that uh, you're happy to get the win. I'm sure you're not happy with how the ninth inning unfolded, but nevertheless, you did a lot of things really well late in that game. Well, why wouldn't I be happy with the ninth inning, Toby? Well, we give up six runs. Yeah. I mean, how are you going to de- how are you going to develop people if you can't give them opportunity with eleven nothing lead? It did provide an opportunity for that there in the night. That's absolutely mm-hmm. right. How, how about your other guys too, though? I, I think uh, Gray Harrison gave you a solid start. Jamie Hit looked a lot better today as well. Yeah, just trying to get him comfortable and getting Gray comfortable out there. I mean, we kind of separated the game. It was tooth and nails for five innings of that game because we're swinging at bad pitches and. Uh, uh, you gotta take your walks and when you get your, when you get a chance, I mean, uh, I think one of the best hitters of all time, Ted Williams said, get a good pitch to hit, you know, and, uh, um, I mean, you're looking at college baseball and Tuesdays is about development and you gotta continue to grow and that, you can't look at the numbers, you gotta look at the development. I mean, Gray Thomas has got electric stuff and, uh, uh, we gotta keep him running him out there and not stop thinking about all the bad things that could happen and stop thinking about the good things that could happen all the time. Your freshman came up big at the plate for you today with uh, Easton Carmichael and Rocco Garza-Gongora. Uh, both of them had three runs batted in. Boy, these these uh, youngsters you've got, Coach, look really good really early. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, I, I really uh, commend Easton. I mean, he's sitting on the bench for five innings there, and he paid attention to the game, and that was what was – that, that's that's what's awesome about the uh, about the game of baseball. If you sit over here and you feel sorry for yourself because you don't get to play, you go in, you don't have a good at bat. You don't go go in, you don't pitch good, and it's a good learning lesson for us. Bryce Madrid's another guy that we we've seen him draw a lot of walks, but he hasn't hit at a high average so far early this season. Maybe that's starting to turn around for him. Four runs batted in today. Yeah, he hit two balls hard early in the game, so. Uh, Maybe that's starting to come come together a little bit, get a little more confident, and continue to do that. All right, good one for you today, Coach. Thanks. We appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, Did you hear the pregame what? with Bryce Madrin, by the way? Uh, No. No, I did not hear any of your pregame yesterday. I Maybe we've talked about this before. Did you know he played with the Savannah Bananas? I heard you. Uh, someone's mentioned that on a broadcast earlier. I don't remember if it was you or, or Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. We chatted about it a little bit in the pregame. It's uh, – it's, that's pretty fun. Pretty cool. He's very tiny. I mean, <laughs> he's 5'8". He's, he's, he's like, short, the, yeah. I was, I'm interviewing him in the dugout, and he's 5'8", and I'm like, man, that's a lot of power in this. He's 
you know, he's not very big, but he's a good baseball player. That was a really nice catch in the right field corner by him yesterday. Yeah, it was. It go was. ahead. I cut you off. I, I was going to say, why you got to go upset Skip right after a game like that? Man just no. got a win, and uh, he did not like your tone at all. Yeah, he no, he was fine with my tone. Um, <laughs> he's right. I love it because you never know exactly, like, Skip may flip a question on your head in a, in a heartbeat, which makes it fun. Keeps you on your toes. And, and that's not, but for those of that think, that's not coach speak. That's his no. demeanor. Like, you would have said that same question to Sonny, and Sonny would be like, you're darn right I'm not happy. Happy right. doesn't begin to describe what, how mad I am right now. I'm they, about they to go gone, chew butt. They would have gone to left field and talked about it for a half hour. <laughs> right. But I wouldn't Skip, have got Sonny because they would have been left field talking Skip's about it. Skip's like, how am I supposed to teach if they don't screw up? Um, but he's right. It is the dilemma of college baseball, which is unique. Different than softball, certainly different than basketball or football. When you go recruit a kid out of high school who's got talent and you're trying to convince him to come play for you instead of maybe going straight to professional baseball or whatever opportunities he has, the sales pitch that Skip has given him is what? Especially if they're a pitcher. Come play for me, and I will develop you. Look what I've done. Here's my resume of guys in the major leagues, college, that I have helped develop to become stars. The zillions of dollars that our guys made in the major league draft Last year. I've helped develop, and they still come to me for advice and help. Right, right. Yeah. So, but in baseball, you have to do that while trying to win baseball games. Sure, you can do it in bullpen sessions and stuff, but you can only learn so much pitching with no crowd and no hitters. You, you At some point, you've got to be put in the fire. So you've got to creatively find ways to get guys experience when it won't hurt you. Or sometimes when it could hurt you, you got to say, all right, pressure's on. Let's see what you're made of. And that is frustrating sometimes for fans because they want to win. We all want to win. Everybody wants to win. Brent Venables would never come out after a football game, right, and say, well, I mean, listen, we're trying to develop the kid. I'm sorry it cost us the game, but we want that guy to get some experience at right tackle in the fourth quarter, and uh, maybe it'll help him on down the line in an NFL draft situation. So uh, we just threw him out there. That would never happen in a college football game. But in baseball, it has to happen because it's it is very much a development sport. Otherwise... Pros are going to say, man, don't go to college. They're not going to help develop you at all. Just come play for us. Those guys are all about winning. That's all they care about. And I think Skip does a tremendous job walking that line. You know, winning games, obviously, extremely competitive. Went to the where they went last year. That goes without saying. But at the same time, is very creative and very good at saying, I'm trying to help this guy get better. I'm trying to help that guy get better. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. A great Thomas is going to be fascinating to watch this year. Heritage Hall High School. I don't know if you watched him yesterday or not, but that that breaking ball he's got is yeah. an absolute hammer. It was. 
It was. But he can't control it yet. And if he can, that's closer-type stuff right there. That is Trevin Michael-type stuff he's got. And if they can get it to where he's confident when he takes the mound and he can control it, watch out. But he's not there yet. So yesterday he came in and he had a really rough day. And who knows, maybe his confidence is shot. I don't know if he's going to be able to get it back. But um, anyway, I love talking to Skip. We had a phone call on the drive home last night talking about, well, I'm, I think it's okay that I say this. Dakota Harris got taken out of that game late. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I meant to ask you about that. He laid down. It was 7 nothing. Had a couple of guys on. Dakota laid down a bunt, beat it out. And then one batter later, they, they pinch ran for him. And he went to the dugout. And Skip went down to talk to him. And somebody else was talking to him. I didn't think it was a trainer, but I couldn't really tell who the other one was. He wasn't limping when he left the field. Mm-hmm. So I checked in with him after the game. I was like, is Dakota okay? And they were like, yeah, listen, you know, we're just trying to teach the right way to play baseball here. And so hmm. that was a teaching moment. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. You know, you don't lay down a bunt when you're up 7 nothing in the eighth inning or whatever you got. So that was all that was. He's fine. Hmm. No injury there at all. That's where my philosophy differs from Skip. Yeah. Pour it on, baby. <laughs> Why pitch me, yeah. baby? When it was 11 to 6 in the ninth, I was like, hey, God, they laid down that bunt. <laughs> Thank goodness so. they laid down the bunt. <laughs> 7.49, we'll be back. This OU Coaches interview is brought to you by the Landers Auto Group of Norman. Landers Chevy at I-35 and Ed Noble Parkway and Landers CDJR at 481 North Interstate Drive next to Walmart. Riverwind Casino brings you the T-Row in the morning show. Blue Oyster Colt beats and bites May 27th with 38 special. Get your cowbell. Appreciate them sponsoring the show. Preach! Air Comfort Solutions text line. Uh, Bats stayed hot. Diego had a little issue catching the ball. Arms with some trouble in the ninth, but battled and won. I missed if there was an issue with Harris, but you just answered that uh, when he went out. So you just answered that question a minute ago. I thought Diego did fine. There was one wild pitch that got away from him there, but I mm-hmm. thought he was really good, actually. Yeah, I don't remember anything standing out to me uh, mm-hmm. watching that game. So He threw out a guy at second base. Yeah. Um, Man, I just got a world of respect for that young man. You know. uh, he is the ultimate team guy. Does whatever you ask him to do, goes into any position that you ask him to go into, any circumstance at the plate. and uh, Never pouts. No, Skip just mentioned it. Yeah, I was going to say, he's one of those kids that is always engaged and ready to go, whatever you need him for. So, yeah. If somebody got injured today and you needed him at any position on the field, he would go in there and he would perform, even though he has not been a part of the first three weeks of the season very much. He's the perfect example of a guy you would have expected to hit the transfer portal at some point in his career because he wasn't getting to be a starter and has accepted whatever role he's been given, which at times has been a starter. He's had massive at-bats for this team. Well, he did Um, last year in stretches. Yeah, that's what I mean, last year. Not this year, but last year. And this year, giving the youngsters the run, and he's just kind of biting. I'm sure he's not thrilled he's not playing, but what a fantastic young man. 
He's very similar to the guy that sits next to you in the booth for some games. So Blake Brewster was just Absolutely. ready to go and yeah. whatever he was called on I'm to do. I'm a team guy. Whenever you need OU me, through if not, through. Yeah. I'll be over here rooting him on. That's right. I'll help you steal signs. Don't tell him I said anything <laughs> nice about him. Uh, morning, fellas. Quick question for Toby. Okay. Does he think Aaron Weber could be the Trevin Michael of the OU baseball team this year? Hmm. I don't know if he's got Trevin Michael's stuff, but I do like what I've seen out of him so far. Can I, can I say I'm not sure yet? Oh, I think you could say you're not sure yet on a he lot pitched, of these guys. Sure. He pitched in Frisco, and I wasn't there to see him. And I did see him the first time he appeared. Was it Air Force or was it Cal Baptist? I can't remember the first time, but I need to see him a couple of more times before I can have – an opinion, a fair opinion on him. I think he's I think he's talented. I think he definitely would be in the mix this year. Whether he has Trevin Michael type stuff and mentality, that's part of it with Trevin is he came out of the bullpen irritated Spit at you. Nails. Yeah. He made up a re- he said this. He made up a reason before he came out to feel like you had done him wrong. And he came out with an attitude and a vengeance and then would attack and then talk trash to you afterwards. So not a lot of people have that kind of personality. Yeah, he would see you step into the box wrong, and he took that personally. I'm wondering if Jet Lotus could be a closer. He's got some filthy stuff. Same same thing. I've got to see more of him, but he's, he's pretty nasty. He seems to have a little bit of an edge to him, too, when he gets out there. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, he's aggressive and pitches fast, and he's fire in his eyes, kind of. I'm wondering if he could be a back end of the Bronx uh, was really questioning his release point and stuff yesterday, though. Look, look at this guy. Watch how he throws. Hmm. Really, stu- really stood out to, to be a pitching coach. <laughs> hey, let's read the news next, Teach. What do you say? We're reading the news next on the T-Row in the Morning Show. Porter Moser live at 835. We'll be back.